Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Alex here, and you're listening to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. Today is Friday, March 26th. And if you have children or you're planning to have them in the future, you're going to want to save this episode, share it with friends and family. The best gift you can give your children, part two. Stay tuned. So let me tell you, I have a call option on Apple for next week. I saw a profit early, and now I'm down on the play, but the value held up really well considering how the market was moving. But if the contract goes back above where I bought it, I'll be buying more contracts. A rule of mine, never average down on trades. Only buy more when you have a profit on the first position. Anyways, back to the episode. I was on the athletic track today after work, and it got my heart pumping. I did some laps, I did some hip exercises, some track and field sprinting drills, and I did some sprints as well. Or at least I tried to do some sprints as well. I still have a lot of cobwebs uh, to get out of there. But my old stomping grounds is where I found the secret secret for part two uh, of this idea of giving our children amazing gifts that have nothing to do with physical gifts. At the track was a club team with a bunch of little children as young as five years old running and exercising. They were all running like around the track, like doing 400s, 800s, running for 20, 30 minutes, hurdling, doing drills as young as five years old. That was super exciting to me. Now, my son is two and I am 27. So when he's in middle school, or entering middle school athletics at least, around 13, I'll be 37 or 38. So here's the plan. I've made him and my daughter a custodial account where they get access to their money at around age 21. Until they get access, I'll get them interested in investing for fun and competitive way with the family. Right, So we'll start the competition within the family so we can make it fun. It'll be like real-life Monopoly. Now, my daughter and my son and myself and my wife as well, we can have trading and investing competitions starting at a very young age for them. And for me, at least in my mind, right, this is a safe way to introduce them to investing because they get to see my mistakes. They get to see dad make mistakes and they'll get to know it's okay to make mistakes along the way so they won't get scared. And in addition to that, we make money a safe topic for conversation in our home because we're again, we're playing this live game all with each other. Now, by that time, 
they will have been investing with me for some years. By the time he's um, my daughter and my son are around 13, they'll be investing with me for some years and also working out on the track with me, running, jumping, doing things like that. Things that are fun, but they get to compete with dad. Now, naturally, they'll love this competition. Uh, That's at least the idea. And that's how the plan's going to unfold. Listen to episode 74 and 75 with my guest, Kelly Calderon, if you want to learn more about how to teach your children finance, right? That's where um, a lot of some of my ideas have come from. Um, But I love the idea of making money a normal and natural conversation in the home. And I got that from her. So go back, listen to those episodes, how to teach your children finance. That's episode 74 and 75. Now, athletics and stocks may not be everyone's cup of tea, right? Investing doesn't have to just do to do with stocks, but maybe stocks aren't your cup of tea. Maybe athletics aren't your cup of tea. But imagine this. Imagine a future where your children got interested in investing at a young age, right? You, you eliminated the fear that I would say 90 to 95% of adults have. With investing, you've eliminated that fear and created a fun environment for your children when it comes to investing. And even if it's not athletics, imagine creating an environment where your children enjoy being healthy, right? Being fit and healthy for them is fun. It's a joy. It's not a chore because they grew up watching mom and dad do it, but also they got to engage in fun competition with mom and dad before they even did sports. Talk about a great gift to give your children. Now, I'm excited to see where this goes with my son and my daughter. Um, My son has a lot of energy and is really brilliant. And my daughter is super mischievous, but she's also brilliant too. Mind you, she's only eight months. Um, But at two and eight months, I think that within the next 10 years, uh, we'll be able to foster um, this family dynamic of staying healthy as best we can and also making sure that investing never becomes a fear for my children. Right. It never comes to a point where they're adults. And again, 90, 95, you ask them, hey, do you have any investments? The answer is no. Uh, Investing is risky. Uh, Stocks are risky. The stock market crashes. Well, I don't want to buy real estate. I don't want to be a landlord. I don't want to change toilets. Right. Everything is risky because they grew into an environment where it was always on the outside. So creating that environment of safety and interest Um, curiosity, and also to feel, right? If we're all investing together, we're all learning from our losses inside the home and in a controlled culture and environment, but we're also celebrating our wins together, right? Imagine my son. I teach him how to look for real estate deals. Imagine my son at, at, at 10, 12, 15 finds a real estate deal that the family invests in and we buy that property and we put him um, as the owner of that property at 15 years old. You don't think we're going to go out to Red Lobster and, you know, or go go wherever and enjoy a night and celebrate the fact that our son just found us a property and owns a property uh, before he even reaches high school? You don't think that if my daughter is researching stocks and she finds, you know, the next quote-unquote, you know, the next Tesla or the next Apple you know, she finds it's a crazy investment that we say, okay, Cece, you really believe in this? We believe in you. And the whole family puts together and buys shares in the company. And, you know, in the next, you know, six months to three years, that company skyrockets and we make a killing. You don't think we're going to celebrate that? 
we're going to celebrate it whether or not it works. I mean, even if you find a stock and it sucks, hey, Cece, you tried. Let's go out to dinner. Or, you know, a Bukhari, you know, you look for a real estate deal. It didn't work out the way we planned. Let's go out and celebrate. Why are we celebrating? We didn't win. Well, the win is the fact that you were interested, the fact that you had the confidence to bring it forward and present it, and we went after it, and we went after it hard, and maybe it didn't work out this time, maybe it did, but this idea of teaching them to enjoy life and this part of a lot of people is like the dark corner of the world, right? Investing, the 1%, you know, they're evil, they want all this money, they don't want to share it, tax them, like this dark corner of the world that a lot of people, um, you know, demonize, if we can shed some light on it and and really allow our children at the ripe age of, you know, 10, 12, 13 to realize that, you know, obviously money isn't everything, but imagine what we could do if we had it. And this is how you get it. And it can be fun trying to get it. And we can make sure that we're helping people and we're not hurting people trying to get it. Like change the dynamic within your home in a nice control cultured environment. And I think that honestly is is one of the best gifts that you can give your children. So I really want to do a part two to this because again, I was on the track, my own stomping grounds. I always feel comfortable and happy on the track when I'm running, when I'm just sitting there watching other people participate. And I, I feel that between athletics or just fitness and health um, and also investing by making those fun and, you know, a controlled competitive, uh, competitiveness within the family between me and my son and me and my daughter, my wife and my daughter, my wife and my son, if we can make that a nice, comfortable environment that when we send them loose into the world, right, they don't have a problem going to the gym. They don't have a problem going for a run because they've always done it and they've always had fun doing it. They don't mind, you know, investing in a vending machine. They don't mind, um, you know, buying a pallet from a warehouse and then trying to sell it on eBay. Like they don't mind that stuff because they've always been in this mode where it's just normal. So if you're somebody who's looking for a gift that you can give your children next year, maybe this is it. Maybe if you're afraid of investing or you've never invested before, or you know your mom or your dad or your cousin or your sister or your brother have never invested before, why don't you all get into uh, a, a competition, a healthy competition with each other, right? If you've never invested before, and you know your buddy has Neva say, hey, let's see who can find the next investment. Let's see who can make money not from our job, uh, some kind of passive income by the end of the year. And the winner gets to take the other person out or gets taken out, right? Something competitive and fun, but also very controlled and relaxed, and see if that doesn't change the way that you live your life and change the the future, right, for your generations and your friends and family generations to come. Okay, 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 okay. So... Here's what's going to be big in the coming weeks and months, right? So pay attention to this. Plan around for these. We got, we're looking for forward guidance, right? Listen around the news, look around. We're listening for forward guidance on the tax plan that's going to pay for all the stimulus, right? Biden and his team definitely have 
a tax plan coming, we just have to know what's going to happen in it. Because if we can find out what's going to happen, then we can, um, you know, almost guess what we think that the people with the money in the market are going to do. If we can find out what they're thinking, then we can get ahead of this thing. So let's find out what the uh, tax plan is. Next, if uh, inflation accelerates any faster than the Fed uh, anticipates, if they decide to raise rates before 2022, that's going to be a big deal. That's going to send the market coming down, uh, not, a, not a lot, but definitely a significant amount. Right? With this whole oil thing in the Suez Canal, we're going to see some supply and demand being affected by that oil being blocked off, by production being slowed down. And it's got to come back in terms of in, in, in the form of prices. Um, I have to believe that inflation is going to accelerate just a little bit faster than the Fed expects. And I wouldn't be surprised if they hint at raising rates early in 2022, earlier than expected, or even late 2021, which again, that's going to affect the market big time. Um, we also want to uh, pay attention to an old Wall Street saying, right? Wall Street says, sell in May and go away, right? So right now it's March, we're entering April, and then May is right around the corner. If this whole sell in May and go away uh, philosophy starts to creep its way in, we could see uh, asset prices start to come down a little bit, which if you're someone who's a long-term investor, that's great for you. If you're someone who's looking to trade, um, if you're not trading to the downside, it's almost best to wait until that sell in May goes away and you can enter into some positions and look to ride it up out of the summer. Um, but be careful with that. So let's pay attention to those three. There are obviously some other ones, but I think those are the biggest ones moving forward. So happy trading today. Um, maybe if it was just me, um, and I do plan to do this, just take profits. If you had a good week, take profits. Enjoy your weekend. Relax. And see what's going to happen next week. Let's see what has in store for us. And as always, I enjoy having you all tune in each week. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying, Be well, and remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. Adventure.